Jen. What? <gasps> Jen, what <gasps> I see a warrior Easter egg. I no see Iron way. Man threes. No way. Yeah, man I, fights I, with metal claws in a bar brawl. Yeah, I saw Tiamat referenced. I think I saw Ant-Man referenced. A lot of stuff going on on that. Too much, too right? much. Right? Oh my God. Well, I need this website. Where is it? Yeah, yeah Where's the website? Give it to me. <laughs> Kyle went. Kyle went. Kyle went. He's he got all the, the clues. <laughs> you coming to LA anytime soon? Yeah, probably not for a minute. Where you at? We got some things Where you at? take care of. Where you at? Oh, oh, we're in space. Oh my goodness. Oh, he's seeing his son. <laughs> I gotta talk to my son or he's gonna oh, beat God. me up. Oh my God, your Sylvester Stallone is perfect. I got custody. Welcome back to New Rockstars. She-Hulk episode two confirms the existence of Wolverine in the MCU. Woo! And it ends by zipping Bruce Banner out to space in a way that I wish I could leave work Zoom calls. Holy She-Hulk. <laughs> this is Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's official after show for Marvel's She-Hulk. I'm Eric Voss. With me is MT and Jessica Clemens. Hello, friends. Hi. What's poppin', homie? She-Hulk episode two, let's go. Yeah, interesting. Not as eventful of an episode of She-Hulk, I think, in terms of, like, moving the plot forward. I guess maybe we just knew that these things were coming. We knew that she'd be representing Abomination from the trailers. But still very enjoyable. I love seeing Jen with her family. Uh, I loved her connection with her dad specifically, and we got some confirmation that Ched, cousin Ched, ain't actually that smart. They were they were shitting on Ched. <laughs> yeah, oh, you didn't get it. You didn't get it from the first time. Also, I like that she. I think this episode is more about her planning her feet as she holds. She's getting more confident, yes. and that's something that I'm happy hits in the second episode rather than like the fourth or fifth. So for everyone, Jessica will be doing the Easter egg breakdown for episode two and for all of the episodes for the rest of the season. That video, that breakdown will come out a little later today. I can't wait to see what Jess found in this episode filled with Marvel yes. Easter eggs. And she also did episode one, so if, if you yeah, haven't seen that, that, go check one. that out. Yeah, such thanks. a great job with that one. It was so great. It's pretty damn good. Let us recap what happened in this episode. The news of Jen's She-Hulk fight against Titania makes the rounds on local news. Titania, interestingly, is called a super influencer. Uh, the Chiron <laughs> apologizes for her actions, attributes them to an extreme case of low blood sugar. So I guess she's just kind of <laughs> known. Happens. I thought that was interesting. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. It does happen, MT. It does happen all the time. <laughs> It's true. When you get low blood sugar, you turn into yeah. I pick um, up a, a desk and throw strength it. woman. <laughs> I throw uh -huh. it at a jury. <laughs> yeah, diabetes, no joke. It can it bring out the worst in all of us uh, if you're not careful. That's why there's die in diabetes. Mm -hmm. There you go. And we'll other people is die in it as well. And because it's something that we all must recognize. Well, Jen is a hero at the bar. Her boss, the DA, fires her after she saved the jury. And her doing that biased the jury so GLK and H could uh, score a mistrial out of it. So Jen looks for a new job, including a website with a ton of Marvel Easter eggs that Jess is going to break down for us later. But uh, one that we will talk about in this episode is uh, a man fights with metal claws in Bar Brawl. So Wolverine is here, folks. And it must be a slow news day because this is the MCU and fighting with metal claws in a Bar Brawl is pretty tame compared to even our world where a bar fight stories that you hear coming out of daily news sites in Florida. You know, like a uh, man fights Gator with metal claws maybe okay. and Gator and man get high on bath salts and get married overnight. Would be my <laughs> what, if, what if that's what the writers meant, boss? What if that's what they meant? What if it was just a Florida man article and it's just a guy with like garden sheer gloves attacking people. Right. 
It could be that. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> oh, maybe. It could be uh, Freddy Krueger. You know, Freddy Krueger wannabe fights uh, yes. Scary Terry mm. fights in um, <laughs> fights in Dade County. One hundred percent. But yeah, you're totally right. That's probably what the I idea really hope was. it's not just some random guy. I really hope it's. Really I right. will pick up this 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 right here this this camera and throw it out the window if they try to give it to anything else i will lose right. my mind i'll be that man in the bar you better fight. commit marvel commit i will be so mad we get this wonderful moment where jen visits with her family we meet her mother elaine her father morris who's played by perfect strangers mark lynn baker i love that guy uh her aunt melanie her uncle tucker her cousin ched cousin ched kind of a dum-dum uh, you know, I, I really did think that there was some brainiac Chad in the family, but Bruce is just being a <laughs> shithead when he talked about him. Like, oh, Cousin Chad, he might be smarter. Oh, no. Maybe Cousin Chad is smart in other ways we have yet to see. Maybe we're selling hey, him short. He got promoted at Maybe. Best Buy, and that is not an easy task. And I'm not That's joking. true. Right? It is hard to get That's promoted. Small feet. I've never been promoted. Not once in my life. I've worked at New Rockstars for, uh, I don't know, six years now, and they refuse to change my title. I think I'm still, like, researcher in my contract. Are you intern in your contract? I think I might be intern. Like, they're, so, they're so afraid of making me executive of anything because they're like, ah! Um, yeah, they won't change me. Yeah. So Holden Holloway from GLKNH shows up at the bar offering Jen a job running their new superhero law division, but it requires her to be in She-Hulk form at all times, which is a bummer. Come on. But Jen gets Nikki hired as her paralegal, and we meet Pug, whose gift basket includes the best gift of all, a map to the best bathroom for pooping, which I see as, like, maybe <laughs> a joke from the Rick and Morty writer's room, because there's that whole episode where, like, <laughs> Rick had been in an entire planet just oh, so yeah. he could poop in, in private. <laughs> uh, and we know Jessica Gow was a writer, not on that season, but I that had to have been an inside joke of the Rick and Morty writer's room. Oh, uh, like, probably. They're oh, kind of yeah. like... Dan Harmon's like, I need this. I just love the way it was it. delivered. It was delivered he's perfectly. He's so perfect. <laughs> for also, the best bathroom for pooping. He's so perfect. Also, uh, this is just a little behind the scenes for you. New Rockstars doesn't have that bathroom. We have two bathrooms, it and it's in the middle of the mm. office, so everyone See, can hear it. <laughs> Jess is lying to you. She does have a secret no, bathroom, and no, she's just I trying don't. to she's lie trying to the rest throw of us off the scent. Unless it's the like cooler in the back of the office, there's no bathroom here for you to poop in. I think that, I think that room does exist. It's just Tommy's office, and you just gotta Yo, keep pooping. That is oh. true. That is, he lures us in there. He asks us. He's like, please, please. <laughs> please poop right next like, to it's, That bucket is connected to a pipe. And we're like, we don't see any pipes connected to the pool top. He's like, no. <laughs> Tommy, there's no pipes here. There's <laughs> just a hole in the ground. We don't know what he's doing with it, but we trust that it's for scientific and academic stop, purposes. Stop. Holloway assigns Jen the parole case of Emil Blonsky, abomination. Despite Blonsky having fought her cousin Bruce in Harlem, he actually signed that confidentiality or uh, not confidentiality waiver. He signed the waiver. He signed the waiver saying like, oh, it's fine. Uh, the conflict of interest waiver. It's I don't I don't mind. He wants her to represent him, which just feels sus to me. Like, mm, get out. Why? Why? We'll find out, though. Jen enters this DODC Supermax prison. This is the same one that the clandestines pretty easily broke out of in Ms. Marvel. Uh, we get this little Silence of the Lambs parody speech. Uh, and I love that she says Chianti the way that uh, 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 Hannibal says it in the scene. Just says Chianti in such a weird way. Um, but uh, we meet Blonsky. Tim Roth is back, my friends. Uh, and he claims that he's been rehabilitated. He's on Namaste. He's writing haikus now. He says that it was the government's fault for giving him super soldier serum that led to his actions. He has seven soulmates. He drops that in there. Our man's got a yes, medicine very situation going on. 
Which I love. Like, I not, not the fact that he has seven soulmates, but I feel like this could be a tease for something later on at the end of the series. Voldemort? But I'll talk about that later. Voldemort? It's Voldemort did not have <laughs> Is that what nope. you're saying? No, I think nope. that, like, they're teasing, like, a Dark Avengers scenario where it's just like, uh -huh. hey, like, the people are trying to break me out of prison so I can join a team. It's going to be me and seven other people. Yeah, there's something going on I think that's what they're there. sort of going for. For sure. I also just think it's uh, it's just interesting the way he, like, talks and the way that he uh, seems to be rehabilitated. And the fact that it works on Jen. She's like, wait a minute. Right. The government gave you that super soldier serum? The, she's pretty hoodwinked pretty quickly for an attorney. You would right. think she'd be like, hmm. Interesting that you say that. You know what? I'll look into it. If there's something there, that actually might be a good legal course. Because the guy's totally lying, right? Like, it wasn't the fact that he got that initial injection of super soldier serum that turned him into abomination. It was the fact that he went a step further and got Bruce's blood, right? Didn't he get the, the serum from yeah. Bruce's blood? And that's what like, made him abomination? He was addicted to the power. He just yeah. wanted to be stronger than the Hulk. And he so made he that forced choice. the leader to, to put the blood in him. Right. At gunpoint. <laughs> I don't think Thunderbolt Ross sanctioned that part of it. Uh, anyway, no, not well, a, I don't think Thunderbolt Ross even knows what happened. I think he yeah. just extended the truth. Like, you know how, like, I was loaned out to your government and then he kind of blurred that in mm -hmm. with like, they made me take all these things. And it's like, well, no, right. <laughs> he extended the truth the way you extended the truth about there not being a secret bathroom in the new rock stars. OK, I'm not. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not extending the truth as evidence. I wish I could take a photo for you guys. They're right next to each other. It's two toilets <laughs> next to each other in the middle of the office. Right. I think in this bathroom, we'll find Jess's list ranking all the Muppets. Oh, ah! <laughs> no, don't bring that back up again. Don't bring that back up again. I started a war because of that list and I don't want to get back into it. I'm sorry. I'm I have sorry. to see this list. I'm no, see, exactly. <laughs> well, so Jen has moved. She decides to take the case. She calls Bruce to tell him about it. Bruce says, it's fine. Oh, he wrote me a nice letter. He wrote me a haiku. I'm okay with it. But we find out that Bruce is on the Sicarian courier craft. He zips off to space. Uh, we'll talk about where he's going. But Jen sees on the news that video is leaked of Wong and Abomination fighting in that Golden Daggers fighting club in Macau from Shang-Chi, meaning that Wong helped Blonsky escape prison, now complicating Blonsky's parole. And the post-credit scene shows that Jen is back at her family's house helping Morris and Chad fix the car and hang the TV and carry some water tanks into the house. But we gotta start by talking about that shink, shink, snick, snicked. Snicked. <laughs> I got there. Snicked. Easter egg. Who's gonna ask the question? Where is Go for oh, it, Jess? My voice cracked. Where is um <laughs> where is Wolverine in the MCU right god dang now? Right? <laughs> Bub, right? we're gonna get to the bottom of it. We already know that mutants exist in the MCU, of course, thanks to Kamala Khan and Ms. Marvel being identified as a mutant, and at D23 next month, Marvel will announce the rest of their MCU mutant plants. I wrote plants, but plans most likely, but plants <laughs> might be the right word there because they are planted and sprouting like Cabbage Patch Kids left and right. And really, if you think about it, right now is the perfect time for Marvel Studios to sneak in a few hints to some famous X-Men sprouting up all over this universe. And why not start with Wolverine, right? Because man fights with metal claws and bar brawl. Obvious nod to Hugh Jackman Wolverine in that first X-Men film in 2000, the first Marvel film that our man Kevin Feige worked on as an associate producer. Really just being the smartest nerd in the room is what got him the career he has today in the control and mastery over everything Marvel in Hollywood. I all started with that movie. You remember the scene? Rogue finds Wolverine cage fighting in a bar in Alberta, Canada, but after Logan wins those matches using his regenerative mutation and his adamantium skeleton, not incurring a single scar, he gets confronted by a dude who lost some money on bets 
Our man pulls out a switchblade. What was he thinking? Roll the clip. My bar freak. He looks like a baby in the first movie, like he a does. newborn baby boy. He had baby the, such a young Wolverine. Now we don't know if it was this bar fight in particular that the article is referencing, or if it was just a similar one that the six one six MCU version of Wolverine inevitably got into, because that guy cannot walk into a bar without like punching a jukebox. But my assumption is that Kevin Feige plans to recast Wolverine in six one six, yet still acknowledge that the Fox X Men film continuity lives on in other universes of the multiverse, like you know, with Patrick Stewart playing. Professor X and E3A to Multiverse of Madness. The Wolverine in that universe probably was Hugh Jackman, would be my guess. They all exist. It's all canon. Let's not fight about it. But the article <laughs> describes Logan as an anonymous man with metal claws. So that must mean he's not yet famous in the MC. They didn't say mutant gets in fight in bar crawl. Right. It said like a man with metal claws does. What is this thing? I don't know. Uh, but he's not a member <laughs> of the X-Men yet. He might not have even met Charles Xavier yet, would be my guess. However, Logan was always the late arriving newcomer to the X-Men, so for all we know, Xavier's mutants might have already been secretly active in the MCU. We just haven't seen them yet. My theory has right. been for a long time that the mutants were actually present during the Battle of Earth and Avengers Endgame. They arrived from their academy in the neighboring Westchester County of upstate New York, not even upstate New York, really. It's just kind of like right up north of Hudson River. In the MCU, Xavier's uh, academy might be right next door to Avenger Compound. And that Charles and Scott and Aurora might have helped take down a couple of Leviathans on another side of that rubble that we just didn't see. I would also just love, 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 love if the rebuilding of Avengers Compound could be uh, the new form of an expansion of, of Xavier's Academy. That could be where the Danger Room or Cerebro are built. But I want to ask you two, do you think it's likelier that mutants currently exist in 616 as just kind of a grassroots, uh, unorganized, spawning, cabbage patches popping up left and right, and they aren't really, they don't even know what they are yet? Or could there secretly be active collectives of mutants like the X-Men, the Mutant Brotherhood, Hellfire Club, Runaways, et cetera, et cetera, currently underground in this universe? We just haven't pointed the camera at them yet. I think that um, the mutants have slowly been coming out of the woodwork from the events of Avengers Endgame. Because before Endgame, we pretty much knew all the superpowered players. There weren't a lot of superpowered happenings happening in the MCU that we like that weren't in a movie. But now that we have all these snaps that happened uh, with Thanos' snap, we have Tony Stark's snap, we have possibly even um, uh, the Hulk snap, huge tons of radiation, like Rocket says in um, Endgame, was released onto the planet multiple times. And I feel like the population has changed because of that. And I'm thinking that we're slowly seeing it, maybe possibly with uh, Titania as well, because we have this superpowered woman coming out of nowhere, like, all right, I got beef. It's like, where are all these superpowered people coming from? It's like, it's it seems that like the post-Endgame universe is sort of like introducing mutants because they've been mutated by the radiations of the uh, Infinity Stones. But that's, I don't know, that's just my, my idea. But I do like the idea of the X-Men being active and like actively fighting during the, the battle uh, between Thanos because like it, it would be incredible just to see like a cutaway to their perspective. Like, oh man, that'd be dope. That'd be dope as shit. I, I like you. MD, you told me this theory before and I do agree with it at the beginning with the stones affecting how we have mutants now. But I also think that She-Hulk will be like, or like start for them to start actually finding each other. I think when he referred to, when Holden referred to them as like um, superhuman, eccentric superhumans, I think those people don't know yet that they're mutants. And I think that's when we're going to start seeing them coming out of the woodworks and teaming up together is because we have people like She-Hulk when they're like, yeah, I'm just strong and I crushed a car by accident. And it's like, oh, well, you're actually a mutant. 
uh, like that's when they're going to start recognizing who they are and what their abilities actually mean. So I do think in the 616 right now, what we're seeing of Wolverine, he's not teamed up with anyone. And I don't think a lot of them are because they don't know each other yet. But having these bigger platforms like She-Hulk, they'll start finding each other. I think both of you are speaking some truth here because it, it does seem like that would be Marvel Studios' plan, right? To give some uh, some causality and some greater weight to everything that happened in the Infinity Saga. And like, if you think of Phase 4 as, uh, you know, they even talked about it as a reactionary phase, right? To what happened in the first three phases, introducing new characters and some of those characters actually being spawned or caused by all the radiation releases by the infinity stones makes makes a lot of sense i just want to see the battle of earth again from a different front i want to see cyclops right. firing some lasers <laughs> up at the leviathan we see storm uh, causing a tornado maybe that that water spout tornado that we thought dr strange did all by himself maybe aurora was just on the other side of a wave helping just helping a little bit helping a little bit i want to see the battle of earth with the x-men there Why that would be I so have much fun. all together <laughs> or at least in a what if episode or something i need to see it i need oh, to sure. see it Sure, that'd be um, fine. I do wonder, though, if, like, that robs the uh, mutants of a possible historical uh, origin story, yeah. right? Like, I think it's mm. pretty crucial to have, you know, uh, Magneto, Eric Lynch's origin story connected to World War II. And if they're not going to do that, because obviously someone who's, like, uh, someone in their 60s now wouldn't have been alive in the 1940s, you need to have some kind of, like genocidal refugee crisis to be part of it, to, to leave him with that spite toward humanity. Uh, so if he didn't exist until a couple years ago, you kind of lose that opportunity. I think for those bigger characters like Magneto, that makes sense. Also is because I think that question is still up in the air. Well, it's not really a question. We kind of know the answer to it, but like, they're like, people are like, keep connecting it to Scarlet Witch. Please connect it to Scarlet Witch. So I feel like those things can be addressed in the MCU, but I don't know if they're going to do the origin for Wolverine because it's been done. So like we've mm -hmm. talked about it so much that I don't know if Disney wants to also touch on that and be like, hey, ignore the other movies that really focused on him. We're going to do it again. I, I, might, I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. My views on what the X-Men are going to be handled like in Disney Plus is not clearly everyone's favorite. <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I have. I have, I have beef. I have beef, I guess. Well, but. my thinking is now you have an opportunity it, like to tell the true origin of Wolverine, which is supposed to be connected to the super soldier program of Captain America, right? Like they were trying, by, by creating adamantium, they were trying to recreate what they had with, with Steve Rogers and Captain America, and that's how we got Wolverine. So we can truly say, we can use the word adamantium now, we can use the word mutant, uh, we can establish how, how old, uh, you know, um, Logan was and how he might have been connected to some of these things, some of these events. Like, I I think we have an opportunity here to to do it. I think the hard part, though, is to have a character because not all the mutants are supposed to be like slow aging. Right. And you'd have to get around that. I don't know if you could do World War Two, Eric Lyncher, without making him like 120 years old or something like that. Right. Or not. I that think old, that Marvel Studios may actually be in like a really unique position to actually do this because Kang. And like we know that like the multi the timelines all messed up and like wormholes be opening. So like I think that Kang Dynasty is probably gonna be how Eric either goes through a wormhole or is somehow you know retconned into the history of the MCU. So yeah, I don't think that Marvel's probably gonna write around that. And that's a good point, MT. I, I don't know if you saw. I gave you a golden golden rogie buck for that. But, hey, um, thanks. Uh, yeah, you are right. Kang could simplify a lot of these things. My hope, though, is I just don't want them to say all mutants age really slowly. I think that's 
that was a really annoying thing for me, at least, in the latter Fox X-Men movies where you had characters like Hank McCoy and Mystique, who still, they looked like Jennifer Lawrence and Nicholas Holt in the 60s and in the 90s, and that was never addressed. Like, the only characters in the MCU, I mean, I guess with Mystique, she's a shapeshifter, so it works, but like, Hank McCoy's supposed to age. Like, it doesn't make sense that he still looked like Nicholas Holt in the early 90s and <laughs> the 60s. And he's uh, also supposed to be blue. Right. Uh, oh, Michael Fassbender is going to age for 30 years. And, no, and like, he... Magneto is not an ageless mutant. He just controls and manipulates metal. Like, that's not... <sighs> so I just don't want them to say, like, oh, if you're a mutant, you will look the same across several decades. Like, that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah, it's not a huge fan Super of Soldier <laughs> Serum, I'll, I'll allow. I'll allow Steve Rogers aging very slowly. But not all mutants. That's not how it's supposed to work. Right. Anyway, this is a very exciting time. It just makes me look forward to. Uh, I, I just hope that they can establish that like everything we saw in the Fox X Men films can still exist in the multiverse, and we don't have to like erase all of that now because there was some right. great stuff that happened in those movies. Not so great stuff. Oh, hell yeah. great stuff. Okay, we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. You know, we all want to Hulk out in the bedroom when it, when the time is right. <laughs> I'm speaking to the Ooh, to the boys, man. but also everybody out there. But sometimes you might need a little blue to unleash the green, and oh. that that's why this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. <laughs> Confidence can take you far in life, but but it can help in the bedroom. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. So it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our fans. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code of MARVEL at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code MARVEL to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this show. All right, we have to talk about the big question coming out of this episode. Where is Bruce going on the Sakaar ship? Jess, I'm going to throw this one to you. What? Okay. I want to hear your theories for where okay. blue and I, I, green okay. monsters going. I'm sorry. I, I, we've talked about it. Everyone's talked about it. Yes, I want to see Scar. I just don't think we're going to get into Scar actually showing up in She-Hulk. I think we're planting the seeds for World War Hulk. Or even if we don't get like that right. measure of World War Hulk, because in World War Hulk, he's clearly uh, just in like angry. And I don't think we're going to get that mm, from Smart right. Hulk. But I do think we're planting the seeds a little bit of that in the situation of like, he's, I think he went back to Sakaar after Thor Ragnarok. That's why he has all of his little knickknacks and all his souvenirs. And he's just been going back. And I think they're reaching out to him because he's the scientist now that's leading a lot of operations there on Sakaar. Because we know that in World War Hulk and Planet Hulk, that like his blood can even just make grass and flowers grow in the soil. I think he's studying a lot of the planet. And I think they're using him as their like lead scientist. So I think he's going back to help with whatever mm. research he was doing when he left. I just don't think we're going to, he's going back to his son and child, like his wife. Maybe we're planting the seeds of his yeah. wife, but I don't think we're starting it. Is, do, you guys, do you guys agree with me? Am I going crazy? Is that wrong? No, I think no, you're no, exactly no. I, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on the money there. Because like the, I feel like, like Bruce went to Sakaar to try to help them mm. with their new, because like they just freed themselves. And like no one can leave that planet because like it's impossible to leave. So like they need a leader 
And like, you know, Bruce is like one of the smartest people in the world. So he's probably just like, all right, I'll help you guys build a society because I'm a nice guy. And, uh, you know, and that like, like, and like you said, like those could be the seeds for World War Hulk because now he like is sort of in charge of these people. He cares about these people. Maybe he, he meets a girlfriend and has a kid like, and he's like, hey, Jen, you seem to have things handled on Earth. I'm going to stay here because people need me here. You're the Hulk for the, for that planet now. Um, I think that'd be really fun. And I, it'd be really a, a nice seed for World War Hulk potentially. And why wouldn't you want like the strongest? Cause they love him on Sakaar. The, they had like, oh, yeah. millions of parades for him. So why wouldn't you want the strongest man that you know in the galaxy to come protect you guys on your planet? Mm. Cause it's like, ever, exactly. I would, I'd be like, this is the strongest man. Bring him back to watch us all. And he's also smart. <laughs> Do you think that um, Bruce will be able to play that role? Because did they love the personality of Bruce Banner? Did they love Mm. the badass, aggro, monster, dumbass (laughs) that Hulk was? (laughs) I think they love the badass Hulk. Okay, uh, this is like uh, the invention of lying, which is not a good good example (laughs) for this movie. Uh (laughs) Not a good example. But of just like, you have to show back up and be like, here's this uh, or like idiocracy you need to come back and be like mm-hmm. here let me teach you guys though what i can teach uh, this is horrible sakar is not idiocracy but i'm just saying it kind of is well it, you're right trash and also, covered and... think yeah <laughs> god damn <laughs> god damn but, it kind of is it really is honestly but if you think about it it's just like if you have someone that shows up and spends the time to teach you guys what's right and wrong and be like you can use all like all the trash that was there. I'm sure you can reduce, reuse and recycle it and use it into better things. So it's like, yeah, why don't I just I showed you now I'm going to leave. And they're like, no, wait, come back. We have more problems. And so I think it's going to look like that. <laughs> um, they still probably want that like aggressiveness. But it's like you now have like a leader that's a teacher. Uh, you have your Maya Rudolph, if you will, for idiocracy. <laughs> I don't think anyone watching these has. Are you guys old enough for Idiocracy? I guess that's an older movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, we know, especially now that, like, Idiocracy is basically the world mm-hmm. we're living in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're living it. 100%. Before there yeah, was Wally, there was Idiocracy. So keep that yeah. in mind, people watching. Basically, <laughs> the blueprint, the Wally blueprint, Idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, I think going to Sakar seems like the likeliest option. I'm just like, Curious why Hulk seemed so, he didn't seem like worried at all. He seemed like he had a, a, a steaming cup of coffee there, you know, he's mm. kicking his dirty feet back mm. up on the table. He uh, had all his research like, and binders though. So I think he's just yeah. like, I have to bring yeah. some more stuff from my lab of Tony Stark's industry tools to Sakaar's to finish my study. Um, but he did bring back the evolution. Fetched. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's it's probably far fetched. I just feel like if he's going on an academic mission, like it kind of seems like he he'd be hooking up with the high evolutionary with with Adam Warlock. Like this is the the expert on like what did uh, Tony start calling Age of Ultron bioorganics, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what mm-hmm. Hulk knows. He knows how gamma irradiation affects certain physiologies. Like. I, part of me feels like he's going to be connecting with the Kree or some of the other scientists. Yeah, I, who are the people who invented the who invented Adam Warlock in the comics? What it, uh, the Enclave. The Enclave. Like, I feel like that mm. would be somewhere that Bruce Banner might be summoned to right now. Yeah. Like, mm. understand how new species are invented or, or how do we create the perfect being? Like, Is, I don't know. I would love that for mm. Bruce Banner in the future of the MCU. He's just traveling the planets by ship where, like, 
Captain Marvel is just zooming past every planet. He's just like, I'm traveling <laughs> to learn and research a little bit more, but also to teach them I what like I know. He's on a TED Talk tour. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bruce I would love that. And they have I would like yeah. that. Bruce Banner, Smart Hulk. All right, let's move on and talk about Emil Blonsky, Abomination. There's obviously some questions over why did Wong help Abomination escape? I assume we'll figure that out in future episodes. But like, do we really think Blonsky's truly rehabilitated or do we think he's full of shit? I thought he was at first. I truly did. But it is too suspicious that he's asking for Jennifer Walter specifically. Yeah. And I am held on yeah. to that. Like, why? Yeah. I, unless it's to like be like, I want to confront you about and make myself feel but it's like you're not confronting hulk you're confronting his cousin i don't and like he did leave out key details about his transformation like you said earlier it's just like yeah you force someone at gunpoint to transform you into the mm -hmm. abomination so you should be in prison mm -hmm. like that for that alone mm -hmm. uh right. that's, that's prison worthy so he's he's sort of he's playing her a little bit so i don't but the government really made me a super soldier <laughs> I was following like, orders, listening to the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, like when, when he was talking, I was sort of kind of was like, oh man, that's true. Because like he kind of did just really want to be a super soldier mm -hmm. and like, you know, help people. But he did attach too much of his own ego to that, which is the bad thing. But like, you know, wanting to serve the world isn't a bad thing, I guess. But, you know, he's just using that to manipulate yeah. Jen and, well, you know, possibly the, the government. Yeah, because he, in the movie, wasn't it more so that he was just like, I really want to beat him. Like, we need something else that can beat yeah. him. And then they made him, yeah. a, they gave him the super soldier so he got swung against a tree. <laughs> kicked to a tree, yeah, he got right? Kicked, kicked, right yeah, into yeah, kicked straight <laughs> into <laughs> a tree. <laughs> and he was Hilarious. like, I still need to beat him. Like, it was more so his own agenda than it even was the government's. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, he went all wrong. ego. Yeah, but I mean, he does, I guess at the end of the day, have a point that if people like, you know, Bucky Barnes can walk around free right. like, with like a government right. kind of like pardon, yeah. it doesn't really make sense. I, but, I um, agree with him for that point, because I'm like, if anything, Hulk should be locked up in here with me as well. Like, yeah. it, oh, for sure. They it should it all be right. No uh, Sokovia and like all that bullshit that Hulk did, like, yeah, and it's oh, yeah. in my breakdown. The, uh, the So Jen's dad mentions like. You're a Hulk, and at least you didn't destroy like a city. And I wrote down, I have like a scroll list of everything he's destroyed in the MCU. And the thing is, <laughs> the list is genuinely comical of how long it is. He also should be in prison. <laughs> the amount of times, and at least Abomination oh, yeah. now is like, oh, actually, never mind. Uh, never mind. Abomination is fine. I was about to spoil yeah. it. I was about to spoil something. Uh -huh. I step back. Ooh. I step back. Nice. But, well, thank you for stepping back from that ledge, my friend. Uh, we would understand though. Um, but I think the, <laughs> you are right. They should all be in jail. And didn't we hear that the Sokovia courts are going to come up on this series? Like mm -hmm. the Sokovia yes. courts make them all criminals. They should yes. all be in jail. Yes. Right. Go straight to jail. Like, uh, I honestly, I feel like something's <laughs> happening and this is maybe this Tim, Tim Foyle Adam T, but like something is happening where I feel like someone is preying on the fears of, of, of superhumans to mm. try to control um, the MCU society. Oh. I feel like, um, like either they're making superhumans or like, I feel like Hydra's probably orchestrating a conflict. So like, oh yeah, we need like, um, we need the DODC to have more power and we need like um, our own Avengers to like fight all the, this new threat. And um, I feel like that's sort of what New, new World Order might be about. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like 
this this Holloway guy, um, super sketchy. And like his first his first case for Jen is the parole of Emil Blonsky. Like, I don't know what's going on, but like it feels like a Dark Avengers is is forming right now. Yeah, I think you're right, MT. I, I do think Thunderbolts slash Dark Avengers is behind a lot of this. I think we're gonna have a scene with Holloway and Val. And Val's just going to slide a brief, briefcase full right. of like vibranium over to Holloway. Holloway's like, I don't know what to do with this. I can't even lift it. He's like, just sell it. <laughs> I'm too weak. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too old. Uh, but I think you're right. Um, I want to end with the discussion of this question. What do we think Jen accidentally said she was agnostic toward when Holloway asked her a question while she was doing her voiceover to us? She said, I'm going to ask myself that question all year. I feel like we're going to find out what she said she was agnostic to, but I want to hear both of your thoughts on what she said that, what she said. What? Because he, he brought up money, 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 money. Do you remember that line that he says, like, when she's like, none oh, yeah, of these like guys says, ever had to deal with it. And he's like, oh, money, 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 money. Like Mr. Krabs. I think it was probably like an exaggerated, like, you know, because she's like talking to the, to breaking the fourth wall. And yeah. She's like, yeah, he's just saying random bullshit. Uh-huh. He's like, money, 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 money doesn't matter um but no the the agnostic line uh i just thought it was like a funny throwaway line but like it could i don't know potentially be something in terms of like i don't know the fact that she can break the fourth wall it's like i don't believe in a god i talk to god all the time (laughs) and he's the viewer this is like this is um i mean not believing in god it's like i don't know who's out there but i'm talking to somebody out there um because that's agnosticism right it's like you don't know what's out there but you believe in some type of higher power i guess it could also mean just like not but i don't it's so weird agnostic is a word that can be used and framed in different ways other than religion i feel like uh mm-hmm. i was imagining it was because like she was like he was like i'm the head up money 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 here are all these guys that are also the head up who are opposite of you how do you feel about it and she's like i don't believe in any of it <laughs> like it's just like it means nothing to me and he's like, oh, strange. It'd be funny if she just brought up her religion. <laughs> well, his response I'm just actually was, agnostic. He was like, interesting, unprecedented, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> like, so my thinking is that he was going off on how people were like trying to sue the Avengers for what Thanos did or something like that. And he's like, well, mm. what do you think about what Thanos did? And she goes, I'm agnostic to it. Like maybe she accidentally said that Thanos did nothing and wrong. He's like, and he goes, oh, okay. Mm. I saw that written on a, on a Times Square <laughs> urinal at some point. <laughs> otherwise. And the person that wrote it was me. <laughs> in a legal setting, unprecedented. Was. For a super <laughs> to say that. Uh, yeah, or like maybe she's like accidentally said that like, you know, maybe there was like a discussion that Kilgrave was going around or that Eros oh, no. and he was like, what do you think of a, if a supervillain were to uh, brainwash someone into loving them? Is that sexual assault? And she goes, I'm agnostic to that. And he I'm goes, agnostic. unprecedented. Also, what if, that's, <laughs> what if that's just like her way of getting out of conversations that she clearly wasn't paying attention to? You know how actively mm-hmm. people would just go like, yeah. Yeah, and then people are like, I asked a question. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, it, I feel like that was her way of just, like, that's her key phrase is, like, I'm agnostic. And that's why she's like, I'm going to be thinking about this for the entire year. Why did I say that? And what did he say for me to say that? I think she, I think by the end of the season, she's going, as a result of that conversation, get assigned to defend uh, Johnny Mayonnaise, John Walker, for, for oh, killing no. that guy with Cap Shield. <laughs> you and said she, you she said she was agnostic <laughs> to using Captain America's shield in, like, a horrible public murder. Uh, and that's why she had to defend other Thunderbolts. You said you were agnostic to it. You said you were agnostic. 
I, I I think it's hilarious that like her answer that she was like agnostic is in the MCU, considering that the Avengers, one of the Avengers is a god. So she's like, is anybody agnostic anymore? Like, is anybody an atheist? Like, is it possible to be an atheist? And we got MCU? Catholic. Because gods exist. I think, are you talking about the god being the two gods of Cap's butt cheeks? Because I worship oh. at the altar Ooh. of America's ass. Something, I, something I'd love to thunderclap. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Boy. Oh, well. We'll leave it there for this episode of Inside Marvel. Uh, thank you so much to Jess Clements and to MT. Follow them on uh, social media for Jess at Lulu underscore Clements, MT at Master Taming. Follow me at EA Voss. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out Jess's uh, breakdown coming later today. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And we will see you all next week. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.